If you trust your intuition, nothing can ever go wrong. Worst case, you learn a lesson. Best case, you find magic. That's a great quote for this episode of HEAL, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. much for joining me for this episode of Heal. Today, um, Brittany is not here again, but that's okay. We'll all forgive her, um, I suppose. But I am sitting down with a friend of mine. Actually, Courtney, we've known each other for a little while now. Her name is Courtney Champagne, and she is an energy and spell crafting coach, which sounds really cool. Hi. Hi. I was just looking to see my master teacher level. 2017 or 18? 18. Yeah. Yeah. 2018 was second degree. And then I, I went on to do master with you as well. Yeah, that's four years, I think. Yeah. We've been through a pandemic together. Doesn't that feel, was. doesn't it feel like that was a lifetime ago though? Because we've been through a pandemic together. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, I mean, we not, not together, together but <laughs> together but I agree I think that that I think that pandemic actually either accelerated time for certain things or slowed it down it was like a wormhole I'm watching manifest right now so. oh gosh yes of mind so I didn't finish watching manifest I started it um okay we're totally getting off topic everyone but that's okay because this is how Liz rolls <laughs> <laughs> I started watching that show and then I think they canceled it right when I was watching it. So then it wasn't on like the major networks anymore. And then I found it somewhere else. Netflix, it's on now. Oh, okay. So it's on Netflix. And I see people talking about Manifest and I'm like, that's still on? <laughs> I couldn't yeah. find it. I got to be honest with you. I don't know that I'm going to stick with it much longer. I don't even know what season I'm in now, but I'm starting. It's losing its luster. What's that? So I see why they canceled it. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, I like the idea of it because it seemed like some sort of time multi multi-dimensional uh maybe I'm wrong this literally was years ago when it came out right yeah yeah so they're on some sort of time warp thing because they were on the plane but they thought they just landed but it was really five years later right okay yeah, yeah. so and then they're all okay so okay everyone this show is not about manifest but we're talking about it got to get it out of the way because it's going to be in we my may head talk that. about manifesting we could <laughs> just not manifest the show but then do they ever like land out how they're combined so they can help people like they help people they do but they do it in a really like does the kid live like day. just tell like, me the kid is the kid okay I don't know he's probably got a lot of trauma oh god all right well let's talk <laughs> about you Courtney hi hi how are you still listening I'm here with Courtney Champagne <laughs> She is an energy and spell crafting coach. And um, so I met Courtney, like she said, during a Reiki class. But when did all of this interest start for you? Why did you get into spell crafting and energy coaching? I mean, I'm, I, I would love to hear your whole story. Because even though we met four years ago, I don't think I knew anything about you before then. No, nope, I just blew into class, sat down, absorbed everything you said, and I blew on out. <laughs> yep. 
in and out of my life, just like everyone. <laughs> I <laughs> went down this path and I know everybody's got their own story around awakening and, and spirituality. I would say that for me, things shifted when I had my kids, especially yeah. my daughter. So that she'll be 11 She'll be 11 December 1st. So about 11 years ago, I started down the path of learning more about spirituality in general. Mm -hmm. And I, I sought it out as many people do for comfort and hope because I was going through a dark period. Um, and then realizing that I was going to need that structure to really help me end some relationships here on the earth plane. Um, or transition out of those relationships and and learn to stand in my own power, which mm -hmm. honestly, and I know this will resonate for a lot of people, until the veil is lifted and the foundation is kind of crumbling, you don't even know how bad it was, right? So, which is a blessing, I think, because maybe a lot of people wouldn't pursue. No, you know, I honestly, no, I feel like things have to crumble and things have to get hard and difficult and scary before we hopefully start looking around and seeing what else is there other than this yeah yeah, yeah. So, and and I think it, it helped spirituality for me was helping to remind me that whatever I was drawn to and whatever I was whatever made me happy was good you know right. it was universally good growing up um catholic <laughs> or being conditioned as a catholic growing up with private school in the sort um didn't really lend itself to hope in many areas no more like fear yeah yeah so um so yeah so that started kind of the journey and then from there i, I met so many wonderful people including you and I learned about energy healing through my, um, I had, when I came to you, I'd already learned Reiki one and wanted to pursue the, the, the second and the master of course, because I wanted to continue to share and share in different ways with the energy. I never thought I would use this as a business though. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think my muggle side of me working in corporate for 22 years probably was trying to tell myself that this was a great side gig, but seriously, get it together and, you know, put, yeah. your, business, put your business suit on, get your PowerPoint and go back to work. Um, and I did for many years. And, a lot of us do. <laughs> and I, and I, I really, and as you can probably appreciate, you don't realize until you're on the other side of it, how bad it really was or how much you worked to get to where you are. And so last year, um, up until last year, I had, of course, been offering my services as far as energy healing on the side when it when it would come up um, in conversation or with friends in small circles. And during the pandemic, I was online, just like a lot of us were, yeah, and I was right. offering, offering a lot of free services at that time, just because of the state of where we were all at mental right. health. -wise. And then this past spring, I had that moment where... I just couldn't move forward in my, in my corporate career. And mm -hmm. it was a funny place to be. And I leaned heavily again into my spirituality that, which hadn't gone away, but maybe wasn't getting the attention that it, it always deserves. And I used it as, you know, my support to get me a business plan to yep. help channel really where I needed to be and what I needed to be doing. And witchcraft has always fascinated me um the history of witchcraft is is in itself harrowing and 
traumatic and beautiful all at the same time. It's not dark. Um, you know, I think that might've started those problems over in Salem many years ago. It's not dark. It, it's full of light and love. And yep. it's really a matter of setting intention, just like anything else. You know, after I worked with you, I, I was known a lot of times to sit in Boston traffic and, you know, Reiki, the meeting I was going to, or grab a crystal and hold that crystal in the meeting. I would even go so far as to, you know, Reiki the individuals while sitting at the conference table. (laughs) You sound just like me, like on my way to school, I would send Reiki to my classroom on the, when I got to, I usually would have a crystal somewhere on me. When I got to school, I would put my hand gently on a child's like head or shoulder or back without, you know, we're not supposed to be touching. Right. Um, but I'm like just sending Reiki, like nothing to see here. <laughs> I did it all the time, especially yeah. at school. Yeah. I do have a question about your job, if you don't mind me to sure. ask now, before I forget, um, because I think it's a, a good time to ask when you were talking about um, the spring and you are, you are, you know, relying heavily on your spirituality to figure out what to do next. I think that's kind of what you said anyway. Yeah. Um when you were at your corporate job, were you noticing things like um, more mental and physical, emotional exhaustion from it? Were you noticing it was sort of eating you up inside? (laughs) Am I I projecting? No, so exactly. That's exactly how I started to feel. I was like, this is killing me. Like, I can't do this anymore. It's extremely diminishing. And I felt... I felt very diminished. I felt, you know what, it, it was carrying on the pattern of, of the rest of the things that I, I had cut out. So I, I felt like my journey was baby steps. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking this morning how you, you were never fully healed, right? And, yep. and, and if you said that to me 10 years ago, like some people did, I would cry mm-hmm. um, because it just, everything seemed insurmountable. So I chopped it into pieces. I started with relationships. Um, you know, I'm estranged from my mother. Uh, I then moved from there. I bridged over to an unhealthy relationship, right? Yeah, just to just to replace the mother thing. <laughs> I had to fill the hole. Still need that drama. Yeah, yeah. But I felt I filled the hole with a lesser power. Let's just put it that way. So yeah. I was able to eventually realize that that too wasn't serving me. And then I, you know, I I moved from there. So I felt like my job was the last piece, really, to remove the toxicity from, from my not, I mean, like I said, nothing's ever hundred percent, but it removed a whole lot of toxicity and I did feel diminished. And I actually composed a very, um, I I composed my, um, my resignation. And it was one of those resignations that I composed probably a thousand times over the past 10 years. Yeah. That one was like, deep and it was really supposed to be an exercise right but I sent it you know what I sent a letter and the form letter that I got back didn't uh tried the form letter that I got back (laughs) said things on there that I didn't even say in my resignation letter referring to something they thought I wrote in my resignation letter and I didn't and so I that that was like the just solidified or validated the fact that they don't give a shit and whatever. Okay. Moving on. And it's it's funny that you say that because I was asked, so I sent my resignation and 
<laughs> I was called within minutes, but it wasn't actually to talk about that. It was to talk about something work-related. And then I was asked a couple of days later if I wanted to submit a formal resignation. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of things definitely, I think, uh, worked to solidify my decision to leave. And I, I was dying for an exit interview, which I never got. I knew intuitively, imagine that, that that exit interview wasn't going to be diddly squat. And it wasn't, you know, it's really, everybody is protecting themselves in a corporation. They're not giving a shit about us and we've already been replaced. So it was terrifying, but I look back even today and we're only, that was April. So we're still in the same year. You know that I also resigned in April, just saying. No, I didn't. And that, isn't that funny? April 22nd. April Fool's Day for me. How could it not I think be? I, I think I did it on the 22nd because I liked the number 42222. I like sent my four, four and four. So it's all fours. I'm like, no, I said I sent my resignation at 444. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> Only someone in the spiritual type world would be like so thoughtful about when they send their resignation. At first I was, at first, I was going to do it on my birthday the year before because I was in the middle of a leave of absence. And I was like, you know what? For my birthday, <laughs> I'm going to resign. And then I was like, no, I'll wait. And um, because especially what's that? Year kicks in so many times. And and then you take it to that next level. And I've, I've been experiencing a lot more of this since I left is if you are around those people, all these, you know, all these muggles. <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to have a muggle mindset. And so it's hard to, and I find now that I've left, I've, I've definitely been on a roller coaster. I wouldn't say I'm always at like the highest vibe. That's for sure. Because this isn't, this shit's not easy, but it's not easy, full of fear. If you keep the more, I notice it, I, I get mad at myself. Cause I'm like, why stop Liz? Like, stop. You're fine. Everything's fine. Everything comes to you when you're supposed to have it. I, I firmly it's believe it, but it's been frightening. It's been frightening. It has been because especially me coming from a world where we did forecasting and we knew exactly what we were getting for commission and, you know, things were just understood. I mean, then now I go from there to like, do I even like have a tax return this year? <laughs> it's crazy. Good luck with all that stuff. But I will tell you, I look back even today in my worst, worst moments and would not go back. I can't imagine being, although, you know, I guess I, I keep saying I would never go back to the classroom. But I keep thinking like if this, if it was on my terms and what I want to do, I would do it in a second. Sure. But no public school would ever hire me to do what I want to do on my terms in a classroom. <laughs> exactly. And so. it's funny you say that because I was thinking about corporate training over the weekend and, and making that an offering. And I don't think I'm ready, to be honest. Oh, yeah. So I've tried to get into a classroom for doing what I'm doing. I've tried to get to teachers. I've tried to get to... And for the past five five years, that's what I've been trying to do. And it's just not happening. So, I mean, it may happen in different ways, but it's just not happening. And I'm thinking it's probably not going to. And if it does, it does. I'm not even going to focus my energy on it anymore. I think it will. I think I have a lot of hope in the in the next generations, you know. I really do. Um, and and I feel like the millennials really embrace spirituality even before the, the pandemic. And it just intensified at, af, during and after. I my, um, We're only going up, Courtney. We're only going up. I would, yeah, I would agree. And that, that brought me to, so once I was out of, um, and I'm grateful, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful to myself for sticking it out for 22 years to yeah. enable 
to enable me to finance the launch of something I actually want to do. And I also need to set that example for my kids. I do not want them ever having to like work a slog of a job just to Mm -hmm. make ends meet or even more than make ends meet. I was more than making ends meet, but I wasn't happy. No. The Sunday scaries is very different now. I don't even know what day it is. I know. (laughs) I keep telling people it's retirement. It's I'm retired. So I I don't know what day it is. What day is it? I just said said, this is someone on a Zoom this morning. She was talking, she was from a food pantry. We were talking about doing something together. And she's like, Thanksgiving's next week. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What? Yeah. And same, same here. I have like all these reminders in my phone now because I won't remember to pick my child up because even time is, I mean, time's an illusion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean. The pandemic feeling like it was 20 years ago, but it was only two years ago is kind of screws with my head a lot. Like, uh, and the fact that we only met four years ago, but that also feels like a lifetime ago is screwing. And at the very least, if we were going to like follow the manifest storyline, at the very least, I would have really appreciated not aging. Right. (laughs) True. I'm trying. (laughs) trying We need to embrace it. Oh, so go ahead. Sorry, we got off topic, but it's not really off topic. We didn't really get off topic. We were right no. off topic. No, we're fine. So you so, ended up launching your home, your own business. I did, and so this is the this is something that you will you will probably resonate with. So a big piece of this was obviously taking the leap, but it was also just following my intuition and not. I mean, I had some some form of a business plan, you know, regardless of of what what you're looking to do you should have some form of a plan but most of this I would say 75% of this was intuition and channeling um which was uncomfortable for me because I like to be prepared so I was finding even with my client meetings I needed to um like I'd like to do precog work right so I like to sit down um because a typical client meeting for me if I'm doing a one-on-one I start with, or I open with a weather forecast, I mean, a weather um, report for their energy. And so I do that pre-work. Um, a lot of that's just in the interest of saving time since I usually, the one-on-ones are an hour. So I like to be able to open the call with what I'm picking up from their energy and some of the things that I think they might be wanting to look into, whether it's a tool that I'm going to show them that day, or it, it helps me decide what we're going to work on. If, mm-hmm. especially if the client is kind of, you know, just here for the ride mm-hmm. other times, you know, I'll have some clients that have a specific topic or um, issue of some sort to focus on, but I've realized that e- even though I do that pre-work, that's all I give myself. <laughs> everything else is more in the moment channeling, or I, I don't feel like I'm my authentic self. And right. how am I going to promote it if I'm not my authentic self? And I also need to trust myself. Yep. You know, I got myself this far. I can definitely get somebody else here. <laughs> That's right. That's so true. You really did. And um, you did it with your intuition and your, and your gut and your drive. And then there's the spell casting piece of it. And Spellcasting for me is almost like my meditation. So I was doing it personally. Um, you know, I, I, over, over the pandemic, of course, I was like, I need all the supplies. So mm-hmm. I 
was no joke with my my herbs and my my supplies to perform spells and cast spells. The spell I started with was to sell a house. Um, and then from there, I, 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 I had a spell that I, I cast around the protection of the house during storms. Not once has this house, knock on wood, ever been touched by a storm and I'm on the ocean. Wow. So I know they work. At one point, a tree fell in the yard it was the craziest thing. It was one of those weird, I don't I forget what they call them when it was just like a weird, like random burst. Yes. It was like that. So I was at the chiropractor. I wasn't even here. Um, my kids were home though. So oh, that's scary. I, I get home no one even realizes there's like a massive tree down in the backyard. Oh. You know what? I got one kid on Xbox and the other one, you know, is watching TV and I'm like, did you guys like notice the tree? So anyways, my point is, is when, I, when you look directly at our house, the trees in the backyard, that tree, no lie, it bounced off my bubble because it didn't even make sense the way it fell. <laughs> it That's real crazy. So that started to get me kind of um, a lot more interested. If it's working for me, it's going to work for somebody else. It's right. sad intention. You know, as I mentioned before, it's love and light. If you set a dark intention, it's not going to go anywhere. So <laughs> I don't think there's any fear required in the process. Um, I also don't think that people need to be so married to step-by-step process either which is is sometimes tough for yeah so talk a little bit more about that because I feel like when it comes to this is my ignorant mind and not in a bad way I just don't know that's why you're here but um when it comes to spell casting um and step-by-step I I'm like one of those people who cannot follow a recipe I'd rather just cook and not bake because I can't too much and so too many steps don't tell me what to do. It's that kind of like mentality in my head. Like, no, I'm not going to do a half a cup of flour. What if I want to just throw all the flour in and it's not going to work. So tell me about that step-by-step. I'm curious because even when I burn like my Palo Santo, I'm like, what exactly should I be saying? I know. I just just go with the flow and like, you know, and I say what comes to my head, but. um, So the ultimate is to go with the flow, right? What I do I do a couple of things. If, if I, I have some clients that don't want any part of it at all, they just want the spell cast for them. And that's all well and good. I do those as well. But for those folks that want to set the intention and maybe want to have some form of a ceremony for themselves um, or with friends, I'll put kits together. So think of it like hello fresh, but it's a spell kit. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, so great. It's a lot of fun. And I do have, you know, step-by-step loosely what somebody would, would do to follow the the ingredients in the kit, as well as any of the tools that I supply as well, or candles that need to be lit and things like that. Um, I promote an altar. I think it's important that you have some form of an altar. And, and of course, I talk to clients about what that means to them, because that's mm-hmm. very individual. Um, and then lastly, I can and I will provide the actual spell cast. However, I also provide steps for those that want to make their own because that's the whole point. It's a personalized spell. Um, so, you know, even stating just the desired outcome. Yep. So mode it be, yep. <laughs> you know, if yep. you're a direct person like me, sometimes that's all you need. Um, there's spell casts. I, I don't, pe- people need to realize like you can use magic everywhere. I use it every day in the shower. Um, on my way into the shower, there's a little spell in my head that I say to just wash off any of the negativity. Or I doubt. do that all the time. I didn't know I was doing spell crafting. 
Exactly. So it doesn't always have to involve a lot of steps or a lot of stuff, but you know, living in this house, you have things like, you know, ground time, ground time on my desk instead of, you know, laptops and PowerPoints. Now I've got like, that's funny. Yeah. I've got little, you know, little sticks, clove time, all the stuff laying around. Yeah. I got like evil eyes and stuff like that. It's so much fun, you know? Um, and I think it opens people up. I have a couple of clients that, you know, had very serious intentions with theirs. Um, I had one client I did a house clearing for and um, she performed a spell with her girlfriends mm-hmm. you know, later that day to kind of seal the intention that she wanted for that house because it had been a rough go up until that point. Um, but people need to understand that it's just energy. Everything's energy. It's not yep. scary. You could no, go on. It's not scary at all. It just, it's, we're just programmed to think that it's scary. Yeah. I like, I mean, I've got the girlfriends that say to me, you know, what if this opens a portal? And I said, that would be awesome. Can you call me if it does? But we all know that's not going to, you know, Hellraiser's <laughs> not going to like walk out of your backyard. Nothing However, like- there are people who do believe that. Like it, they even ask me, is Reiki bad? Is it, is anything bad come up? And I'm like, the bad things don't happen during. Unless you consider like emotions like that. Well, yeah. And that's perhaps <laughs> what it feels like to them. It's like, you know, the whole world is crumbling down. I'm like, well, yeah, this is shit you got to feel. Let's and go. even, well, even from a spirit perspective, if you're talking like, you know, a house clearing or, you know, I've had people say, well, I want, I'd love to do the spell because I do want to set the intention, but I don't want any spirits, you know, coming into my home and not leaving. People, I think, don't always understand that spirits aren't dark either. They're, they're, they were people at at one point, you know, their souls, they may not, they may be misplaced or they may be confused or they may be like, just like kind of grumpy, but that doesn't mean they're evil. You know, they're just who they were when they were here. (laughs) I really do think they feed on the energy of the house though, like the person in the house too. So if the person, and I could be wrong here, but if the person is a negative energy and miserable, and I think that that could play out in the energy that's in the house. Oh, absolutely. There's a couple of houses in my past that I think should have burned to the ground, man. They were just like, um, so I would agree with that, um, that, that again, it's the energy, right. And it's the person that's, that's projecting the most energy that wins. I think so. I think we, we don't know how powerful we actually are with our energy and our thoughts and our feelings and our, I really don't know, think that people have any idea how. I think it's getting harder though, because today's like we're instant gratification, you know, and even for me, like, it's hard for me some days, especially only six, seven months into this journey to sometimes wake up and be like, woo, positive, you know, and not, not just yeah. go right to my, my app and look at my bank account and be like, hmm. Yeah. How, what's going to happen next? Yeah. So I remember when I took my year off of teaching, which was just a year ago, it was September, October. And I was just sitting here like a sludge because I didn't know what to do with myself. And Mike said to me, you know, Liz, this is a gift. This time is a gift. And I was like, you're right. I knew it, but you know, I had, he had to kind of hit it home for me because I, well, first of all, I was beating myself up for not moving or doing or whatevering. Cause you've you had that for years and years and years. Oh my God. I needed, I was trying to decompress from 50 years of living. <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah. just give me a second to breathe. And I didn't give myself that grace for a while. And it wasn't until maybe January or February. And, I, and it was like, oh my God, I guess, you know, it's okay to just not 
do all the time. It's very difficult when you're conditioned that way, though. I, I live that every day. I have days where you're fighting off the shame or the guilt of having That's like it. sat and watched Netflix all day. All day. <laughs> all day. I told you, I don't even know what season of Manifest I'm on at this point. I just, I'm, I've, okay, tangent. I've been, I should have tangent alert music. Um, I've been binge watching on Peacock, <laughs> um, Escape to the Chateau. Oh my God. Oh, don't get me started. I don't know that one. Is that the one I'm going to have to like check out now? That'll be my next. I don't know. I'll tell you why I love it. You know how they say that people rewatch the same show over and over again when they have like, it's like a trauma response. It's, it's, I watched the British baking show. I've seen every single season at this point, maybe nine times. I'm not even exaggerating over and over and over. So this show, Escape to the Chateau, reminds me of the British baking show in the way that it sounds and the way that it progresses and it's real people. They moved from England to France in the countryside and they found an old 1800 something chateau that they bought. It was in complete disrepair. And I'm in uh, season seven. <laughs> oh my God. Is it a reality show? Yes. It's real people who moved with two little kids. And I've watched the kids grow up. They're, they're like six and seven now. And I'm just like, oh, they're so lovely. And, and the wife is extremely creative. She's a designer. And the husband is an engineer. So he figures out how to fix all the things and he comes it's, and the music is pleasant. It's just so nice. You should watch it. <laughs> I should hang out with them sometime, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's Dick and Angela and the kids of Dorothy and uh, Arthur. And they're so cute. Anyways, if you need a relaxing show, it's called escape to the chateau. You know what you mentioned though, about 50 years of decompression. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really true. And I don't think people realize, I mean, we come into this world, that's a traumatic experience. Yes. Right there. We, we and then we're programmed and to think a certain way, to learn a certain way, to do a certain thing. This is what you're supposed to do. And it's not until I think you get to be, I don't know if it's an age thing or a feeling thing, but you get to a point where you're just like, I can't do this anymore. There must be yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really where I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with self-respect and self-worth, obviously. So, you know, there's that too. Cause I, I had like an out of body experience when I made the decision. What happened? I was on a zoom and I was being questioned about my um, dedication to the particular project that, that we were working on that I had already completed the day before. And apparently maybe not to someone's standards. I don't know. Whatever it was, it just like, I just couldn't, I, I deflation and I, I turned, you know, I, I didn't say anything on the call, obviously, but that's all it took 444 that day, like three hours later. That's, that was it for me. And I had been very clear. I, I was very honest with my, um my company. I had told my leader that even the fact we call them leaders, like what? Um, I had told my boss that, um that, I wasn't happy and that I was looking to leave and that I would absolutely give notice. <laughs> and I, she asked, she asked if I was happy and I felt she used my words. She was like, you're feeling grounded. And I was like, oh, you're going to bring it there. Then I will tell you the truth. And I did, you know, and unfortunately she couldn't manage that message in a, and, and take it and say, wow. I wonder what she expected you to say. 
she I, she probably expected me to just kowtow and say everything's great and you know have a good day and I'll work on this project or whatever it was but everything about what I was doing and the people not all the people of course you know that um but a lot of the people I was working with and the clients everybody was just not uh, aligned with me any yeah. longer and it's once it falls out of alignment, you just can't, you can't unsee it. I tell my clients that. Oh my God, I see it all the time. Once you see the truth, you can't unsee it. It's just the truth. It is and that can be, that can be scary, but that can also be comforting yes. depending on where you're coming from. For yeah. me, it's comforting sometimes. Like I, I feel comforting. like, I feel like I hit, even with that job, I had a period where in the process of ending or fleeing a relationship, I really put it, you know, put it all out there to get a house for my children. And, and we moved and I really stretched myself extremely thin. And it was a very difficult time. I would wake up in the morning and I would literally like go down a checklist of like what checks were going to clear that day. Yeah. Did I have enough money. I would do it day to day. It was that, that intense and crazy. And I would keep it all to myself and even, and that was with this job. And That's so crazy getting back on my feet and realizing that I I won't be there again. Of course it scarred me a little because it was scary and I'm a single mom and it was a lot to manage. And I'm also independent to a fault <laughs> because yeah, of trust, trauma yeah. um, <laughs> and trust. So with all that, it was just a very intense time. So obviously I used all my spirituality that I could, I squeezed spirituality out of people like you and Ed Langdon and anyone I could get a hold of to get me through that patch. And I would worry for months later, like, what if that happens again? What if I'm there again? And then one I day- I feel like we, would, we won't let it happen. Like we'll do whatever we have to kind of do to, and, yeah, it'll, well, and I trust that it'll be fine. Exactly. Exactly. Which is- it will be okay, but I, I, I'm starting to feel not only will it be okay and not only would I obviously do whatever I needed to, but that it won't happen again. No, I think, I think that once that stuff happens to you, it's not going to happen again. No. Nope. So I, agree. I work on a lot of that with my clients, you know, that I, I'm dealing with a, a, a lot of people that are, are new to this whole realm. And I love that. I, I love spirituality 101 because yeah. it's, they're so excited and it is an exciting time. Um, and there's and so when that light finally clicks on for them, you're kind of like, yep, they get yes. it now. And I like being able to guide them because when I was, when I started on this journey, I just showed up at stuff, you know, like I just would like see something on a Facebook. I remember being like walking into someone's like living room and being like, okay, all right. So we're just going to, chant and I'm just sitting like trying to find a spot on the rug no one's really talking to me and this yeah. chanting and I'm like so you you definitely have to like experiment to figure out where you fit and where you don't yeah. now I love chanting you know I don't do it all the time but I love it but being a newbie I was like I should have gone to brunch but I remember sitting in my one of my first few meditation classes and I tell people this all the time who are beginning meditators and I would sit with my eyes closed and of course one of them is just like cracked open very so no one could tell and I was looking around the room like what is everyone else doing and then I would look at the instructor I'm like what are they doing are they looking at their phone are they reading from a script I honestly like I wasn't meditating at all I was like "Ooh, this is cool what's happening <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. or I was so exhausted from my my muggle work I just passed out on the, on the mat oh, God, and yeah 
Yep. And there was that, you know, so I love being able to guide people in that way because I'm not saying I'm shielding them, but I am trying to give them baby steps rather than, you know, jumping wholehearted into like someone chanting. Well, I agree because if you jump into a chanting room, you may never go back and you might not want to try anything because it's, it could be uncomfortable for someone or. Uh, You might start to wonder if it's sustainable, like what what are these people doing? So, but I think it's important to continue. And I tell my clients and for me, I think it's really important to continue to have people like you and like-minded aligned people around you just to feed off the energy going to a class at least you know that the people sitting in the class different levels maybe of skepticism but they're there for the same reason you're aligned right and I think it's a really good energy to be in and if I go I find for my person myself if I go too long (laughs) because I have gone ever since that lockdown sometimes I'm like I don't really need to go out anymore ever (laughs) Uh, and and if I do go out and I, and I don't cognizantly choose the group that I'm going to vibe with. I feel like shit for like, I get a hangover from yeah. that. So yeah. I, there's a lot to the journey and a lot to the, to learning everything. And, and you're never going to know everything. We're never going to fully heal. We're never going to know everything. And- no, not at all. Which is the, which is the, I think one of those other truths. It's just one of those things that we'll always be learning. Thank God. You know, right. Right. All right. Listen, I have to take a break. We have to take a break. So (laughs) I just got excited because we had to take a break. Okay. We'll be back in just a moment. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And we're back. Thank you so much for rejoining us. Remember, I'm here with Courtney Champagne. She is an energy and spell crafting coach. Courtney, I'm dying for you to tell my listeners how they can follow you, get in touch with you, access all of your offerings and your coaching. Awesome. So first and foremost, my website is CourtneyChampagneEnergy.com. And you can book appointments there. My appointments are usually one-on-one for an hour. Um, And then of course, the, the introductory session would be complimentary. So we can figure out if, if we're aligned first and foremost, since Mm -hmm. I've been preaching that this whole time, um, my Instagram is out there as well as my Facebook all under Courtney champagne energy, or lastly, if you want to get me on, on email, it's Courtney champagne, 11 at gmail.com. Okay. So every, I almost just said boys and girls, like, does my teacher blood run deep or what? Um, and I can't even, you're not even supposed to say boys and girls anymore, which is completely understandable. It's just something that comes out of my mouth (laughs) or friends. All right. People listening. (laughs) Don't clap at me. (laughs) Don't clap at me. I haven't clapped in so long. Thank you. Don't crisscross applesauce. Leave me alone. I know. Right. Just sit however you want. I don't give a crap. I'm done following any rules. (laughs) I know. I was... You know, it's funny because as a teacher, I'd be like, I don't, especially during the pandemic, your kid gets up from the computer and goes away. I, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, I, I care about their well-being. So right. if this computer's bothering them, then let them just go play with their toys. It's okay. 
wasn't a popular opinion. Anyway, um, I will put all of these notes in the podcast notes. So you will have her email, you'll have her Instagram, you'll know how to spell her name. You can um, connect with her in any one of those places. Is there okay. anything I'll that you- on Sunday at your- oh, oh my gosh, boys and girls. <laughs> <I'll clap. laughs> yes. so Courtney's actually teaching a spellcasting 101 class at Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. It happens to be, if you're listening to this on the day that this comes out, um, which is Friday, it happens to be this coming Sunday. So it's Sunday. What's the date? Why can't I? Sunday? Oh, I got it right here. It's Sunday the 20th at two o'clock, Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. So if this sounds really cool and interesting and you happen to be listening to this on the Friday that it comes out or even Saturday, she'll be at my place on Sunday. Thanks for reminding me. Um, of course. And I'm also offering spell parties. So in these holidays are, are looking a little different for me. So I thought they might be for other people too. So instead of the same old, you know, Yankee swap, do a spell party. So a spell party. And so my question around that is, it's like a girl's night in, but you're, you're going in and you're helping. That sounds like a lot of fun. What a different way to um, get together, you know? Yeah, totally. Love I love it. All right. So spell parties, uh, spellcasting 101 at mainstream, um, complimentary coaching to see if you're aligned before you hire her to be your energy or spellcasting coach. Um, so many opportunities to be able to connect to Courtney. So Courtney, is there anything else that you want to share before I ask you my last three questions? No, I think just a thank you to you. It does. Oh gosh, don't worry. We have time to, to kiss. Well, it's All right. <laughs> Okay, good. I'll hold it. Plenty of time after the questions for a lot of stroking of Liz. Okay, ready? You're welcome. <laughs> when you are feeling your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? I'm being present as hokey as it sounds when I am present on and, and grateful for what's in front of me, I'm feeling my most peaceful. That makes sense. Um, okay. Is there one book that you would recommend to maybe your clients or to maybe anyone who's interested in starting their journey of quote healing? Um, yes. Well, I mean, there's the usuals, right? The Glennon Doyles and the, and, and, you know, the big yeah, hitter. You love your Jen Sincero, don't you? Jen Sincero. Yes, I do. I actually, I applied to be on her podcast. Um, she is fantastic. So she does the, you're a badass series. And I would yes. absolutely for people that are working through trauma and trying to break some connections. And, and the biggest piece is she really helps you get to the like guilt of it all and yep. removes that so that you realize you're not an asshole. So yep. yeah, I would, I would highly recommend Jen Sincero's series. I know I just totally put that in your mouth, but is there any oh, other? The only other thing that I would mention probably is there's this lovely little witch store up in Salem. It's called House Witch. Um, it's H-A-U-S, witch. And they have some really cool reads up there. They have DIY type of witchcraft, spellcraft stuff up there. They have um, supplies, but they also have some books on just how to enchant your own home and things Ooh. like that. So. I that would recommend cool. them as well. And they're accessible online. You can order. That sounds cool. All right, great. I would recommend going. <laughs> it's much more I would fun. definitely go. It's an experience, right? Um, okay. Now, last question. If money wasn't an object, what would you be doing? Traveling with my babies. Love it. 
So many people say traveling and a lot of people say exactly what I'm doing now, but traveling. <laughs> right. Which and I mean, traveling. yeah, technically we could do this from anywhere. We're on a zoom right now. So there's that. I agree. I agree. What's the point of having even an office space anymore? That's what I say. What's the point in a job, dude? <laughs> I'm just to tell people. I can't tell you how many times I've said I'm supposed to have a staff. I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> Where's my staff? Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so very much for coming on. I really do appreciate your time. Loved hearing your story. And I love that you're able to now do this for others and um, help them through their, their own journeys. Yeah, dude, you can consider me part of your legacy. How about that? That's amazing. I know. Same as same-ish age, but what I'm saying is, is you, know, you brought me into this whole energy craziness. Oh, hey, yeah, you're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. Oh my God. I just, the fact that I was able to do that was, was great. I mean, yeah. I mean, because I think that was sort of chancy. It was in Bridgewater, right? Yeah. I think it was in November too. I believe my, I hung my certificate really? so high. <laughs> I know. So if you guys can't see her, but she looks like she's speaking to angels above her or something. What's going on? It is. It was eleven three eighteen. Wow! Almost exactly four years ago. That's the coolest. Anniversary. <laughs> it's Nia. Yeah. Anniversary. Oh that's so cool. Well, I'm so happy and grateful to know you for this long, and I hope that your business thrives because I know what you're offering is invaluable. So thank you. Wishing you the best. And thank you so much again for the time that you spent with me today. Of course. All right. Everyone else, I'm coming back. I'll be right back. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye.